Right, okay, so this is a slightly deeper look into the main event for UFC Vegas 79, uh, Rafael Fiziev taking on Mateus Gamrot. Now, the reason that I'm doing a deeper look into this one is because I didn't want to overrun too long on uh, my casuals guides because that's designed to be quick, uh, fast, and uh, in, in under 20 minutes. I was definitely approaching that point, but there's a lot to say about this fight. This is one of the first ones that I've really had like a kind of passion to do a deep dive into for, for quite a while because the second I saw this one was announced, I was like, oh my goodness, what a what a fight. This is gonna this is insanely good matchmaking. You you will not see many fight night like UFC Vegas cards with a main event as good as this one on it. You just won't. It's unbelievably good. Both of them both of these guys are elite, uh, and make no mistake about that. And I mean it when I say they are elite. They are elite mixed martial artists, and this is going to be a, a brilliant mixed martial arts contest. So you've got five foot eight playing five foot ten, with a one inch reach for Fiziev. So Fiziev obviously coming in at the five eight mark there. He's twelve and two. Now Fiziev, he's a he's an old school legend, a Thai boxing legend. He was like a myth. Like he was, you know, he was almost like the boogeyman. He was so goddamn good, and he's just so talented. Like he's 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 so well trained. He was actually a coach over at Tiger Muay Thai uh, as well. Like he, he's when I say his striking is elite, it's just you watch the things that he does without thinking. Right, he he does it without having to think about it. Mushi, no mind. It's so well drilled into him that his body just does it and his mind reacts. He He's very good at, at either stepping forward into space if his opponent like shies away or if his opponent's coming towards him, he's actually very good at switching because he's a switch stance fighter. Both of these guys are switch stance fighters. And the way that Fazeev can switch back and load the left hook or step forward whilst throwing the left hook is phenomenal. The left hook is his favourite weapon. And the thing is, like, you know, fighters know that, but there's just not a lot they can do about it because he has so many other weapons as well. His kicks are unbelievably quick and just he, he throws so much power. His shins are so well conditioned. It's more or less like being hit with a baseball bat. Like even if you you don't even want to block those kind of kicks with your forearms because he's going to break your arms. That, that will happen and it has happened. He also uses the kicks to set up what he wants to do, which is unload that power left hook and knock his opponents flat. And he does it so well. If you watch the um, Rafael de Sanos fight, some great examples in there of, like, of him being able to land the, that hook because like, what he does is he, he'll kick to the body which will force his opponent to kind of to block with their forearm, or at least it brings their attention down there. And then he'll usually throw the right, which obviously brings everything up there. But then everything here is exposed. And that's when he uncorks that left hook. And I believe it was the left hook that he caught Desanyos with, unless my memory's playing tricks on me. I believe it was the left hook in the end that put Desanyos down and then he, then he finished him. And... It's when you when you watch him doing it because because he, he got I think he got Moicano as well like he he's just he's finished so many people he got you know but got got Brad Riddell as well and Brad Riddell's a great kickboxer in his own right just unbelievably good and he just he sets traps all the time he'll sometimes throw two feints just to set up 
And they're not even really faints because it's like, look, he's throwing that body kick. But if he hits you in the body with that, you, you, it's going to really hurt. So you need to block it. And you do have to block the right as well. But that's not the weapon he's trying to knock you out with. It's the left hook. And he's so good at just hiding it. And his footwork's unbelievable. His takedown defense is also 90%. He's very difficult to take down. He's just somebody that I really enjoy watching fight because he's so cool and calm and collective. But the, the, the propensity for chaos, for, for, ju for just for pure violence, for, for, for something spectacular is ever present with Rafael Fazeev. And that's why he's just one of my favorite fighters to watch. He's, he's a star. He really is. And, it's, and he's a star mostly due to his fighting style and his abilities. Don't get me wrong, he's, he's got a brilliant character as well, but he's just, there's something kind of magnetic about watching how he sets things up, about how he moves and, and attacks and reads his opponents and downloads the information and then uses that information to just pick people apart. Against Justin Gaethje, I feel like that was a bit of a weird matchup for him because he got kind of drawn into the brawling type style and that's not usually what Fazeev does. Normally Fazeev, and don't get me wrong, that Gaethje's just a tough, 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 tough opponent and Gaethje did a brilliant job on the night and that's one of the things that Gaethje does to his credit is he draws people into the chaos and the chaos is where Gaethje thrives. Fazeev, he can, he can, he can thrive in that chaos, but he's at his best when he's being technical, where he's just making reads and just throwing feints and just finding ways to lower the guard to open those windows so he can pop that left hook through. That's when Fazeev is at his absolute best. On the other side of him, you've got somebody equally talented, honestly, Mateus Gamera. He's unbelievably good he was a legend from okay is it ksw ksw the polish organization i did I'd, I'd heard i'd heard a lot about him before he came to the ufc because i think he was 17 and 0 when he came over to the ufc and because i'd heard about him a lot on the european circuits because i do i do watch some of the um the european fights because they're all on fight night on fight pass which is really good actually because you can you can you can see a lot of a lot of fun events see a lot of people you know that are going to be the future and Mateus gamrot he, he is that. I mean, he, the, the fact that he... The, that fight against uh, Armin Sarukin, go back and watch that one. You'll see an absolute grappling clinic. Sarukin's like... Uh, Where's he? Is he Dagestan? I think he might... I think he's, I think he's Dagestani, but he's, but he's a handsome Dagestani. <laughs> that makes, he doesn't really look like he's from Dagestan. But either way, Sarukin's an un unbelievable grappler. And so is... Ga and that matchup was unbelievable. It was just an absolute clinic by both guys. And Gamrot managed to get the decision there, but it was just, I'd watch those two fight every week, honestly. That was, that was great fun. Go back and watch that fight as a treat. It's just non-stop action from start to finish. Now, Gamrot, the way that he uh, gets the takedown, he, he, he shoots in from quite a long way away because he's very good, actually, at grabbing the ankle and just pulling people in. And he, what he does is he pulls people in and then they'll like, go, to, go to fight that and then he'll get the body up and then he'll release. He does a lot of catch and release. It's a, it's a style of fishing, but it's also what I call his style of wrestling. It's like catch and release. He'll catch them and then they'll kind of like go to break it, but he'll let them break it so he can catch them again. And they catch them, catch them, catch them and then bang. Then he's got them against the fence. 
Then he's got the takedown. Then he's got the hooks in. Then he's grabbed the arm. He's very good at grabbing limbs. He loves taking limbs. He's got... He's also very clever with his... With his like with, with his shots as well, I think I can't I think Bruno Freire, I think it was, like just either way, like he's he stopped people with um with a, with a multitude of different different things. His striking, I would say that it's not going to be. I don't I don't think that he's going to win a straight kickboxing match against Rafael Fiziev. I don't think I'm out of my mind in saying that. I really I really don't. I, I do feel like this is going to be almost a classic striker versus grappler. Obviously, Gamrock can strike. He can throw down. But I don't think... But he's going to mix in the wrestling. He faints with his takedowns all the time, which is really... like, And he, and he draws reaction out of people because he's so quick with those takedowns. It's like, yeah, you have to do something. Like you, you, and it's in a similar way. He gets people to, to put their hands down here. Then, they're not, then all of a sudden, the, the right hand comes over the top and boom. He might not be the most technical striker, but he's got power in his hands. And if he can get you to lower your guard and land over the top, that's what he's going to do. I'm not sure if Fazeev is going to be caught out by tricks like that because I think Fazeev is too busy setting traps of his own. Just an unbelievable matchup, this. Absolutely unbelievable. And I cannot... If you're a mixed martial arts fan, I cannot implore you to watch this main event enough. From a technical mixed martial arts standpoint, this might be as high level... Near as high level as it gets, honestly. I just... It's tough to pick how it's going to go, honestly. I can see a universe where Mateus Gamrot just chain wrestles, just wears, wears Fiziev out and just drags him down to the ground... Uh, finds an arm or even a choke and just and just and gets the submission or even like ground and pound because his ground and pound is nasty if he gets you like on the floor like near the fence he will knee your ribs into oblivion like and he's done it before he, he's just he, he's a cerebral guy but oh, i don't know like fazeev he's so hard to take down and you have to get into striking range if you're going to try and take him down. i mean you're reaching for that for that leg I don't know, Fazeev might crack you with something, and he probably will, because he and his shins are like two baseball bats, and he swings them, and he just, but it, nothing is, it, when, when Fazeev is, is at his best, he's just, he's, he's just so crisp and so good, his combinations are just, are just always there. My money is going to go on Rafael Fazeev, only because I'm a huge fan of his, and I've got to put a bet on someone so I'm going to take Fazeev. I think it'll either be a decision or a very late knockout. I think it's probably going to go to the fourth round. I think I think going more than four rounds, that, that, that would be what I would say. Either way, I can see a universe where both of these guys win this because, frankly, they're both so uber-talented that I wish they could both win it. And I think it's going to be a fun enough matchup that they probably both will. The stocks will both, both rise. My money's going on Fazeev, but not by much. I hope you watch this fight. If you're an MMA fan, I really hope that you watch this fight. It's going to be unbelievable. And, oh God, I hope it's not disappointing now. No, it's, it's very unlikely that it'll be disappointing. This is going to be fireworks. So I'll be doing some terrible bets. 
on uh, Saturday. I've broken down the rest of the card on my casuals guide. If you want to see uh, just a quick, it's uh, under 20 minutes. It's a preview of the entire fight card. So if you want to go and see that, that's also on my channel. So uh, hit subscribe, get the bell notifications when content drops. So until next time, guys, keep those odds long and those bets terrible.